What is up, team? Welcome back. August, and we get to watch St. John's basketball. How lucky are we? Huh? How lucky are we to see our favorite team struggle, almost lose to the Dominican U-22 national team in their home, maybe not their home court, but, you know, in their home country. How lucky are we to be here on a Friday, almost sweating a loss, you know? Think about it like that. Instead of being upset with how they played in the first half, we could have not been watching any St. John's games at all. You know, it's all about perspective. And I, for one, was enjoying each and every minute of that. On a Friday in the summer, I passed up barbecue plans to go watch St. John's play a scrimmage. That's the type of fan I am, and that's the type of fan you guys are. We are addicted to the red and the white. All right, I know I certainly am. And uh, it was good to see the team rally and to come up with a victory to fight back um like i said in a pretty you know tough environment i'm sure most of the crowd there was pulling for the home team first time playing together three new starters and of course there were some struggles but they pulled it out and they made some tough plays at the end obviously didn't finish a hundred percent strong luckily they could have closed it out a little bit easier once they got the lead but um they did make some free throws soriano especially um, to seal the deal and to pull out a victory in a close game, which was something this team really struggled with last year. I don't know the exact numbers, but I think I saw recently the last 10 <laughs> games of the year, they were 0-4 in games decided less than five points. Don't quote me on that. We all know whatever the exact numbers were, we were struggling to pull out games um, that were going down to the last possessions. And uh, today we pulled one out. Two-point victory, 89 to 87. We were down 14 points. I'm sorry, we were down 12. We outscored them 14 points over the last 15 minutes of the game. Uh, so finish strong, got to win. Uh, let's talk about some of the players. Obviously, Posh Alexander, uh, our captain, our leader. Uh, he he led the way offensively. Uh, hit five three-pointers. Did some other things well. Uh, that stroke looked good. He looked comfortable shooting it. I will. You know, warn guys, he did make five threes the first game last year. All right, so this doesn't mean that he's all of a sudden a, you know, lights out, knockdown shooter. Hopefully what it means is he's he's closer to being capable capable of being a, you know, 35-ish percent three-point shooter. Someone that has to be guarded. Someone who's, uh, you know, able to make one or two threes a game on a consistent basis. We're really going to need that um, off the ball this year. Um, how many points did he finish with? Let's see, he had 21 points, three assists, two rebounds, I think two steals, if I'm understanding this Spanish box board correctly. But um, he played the uh, most minutes of anybody, 33 minutes, which is a lot of minutes, or actually 35 minutes, which is a lot of minutes, considering most everybody played. Uh, we didn't have Dylan today, Dylan Wusu. I'm not sure what happened. I, I heard rumors that the jersey wouldn't fit him. Um, but hopefully we get to see him at some point during this trip because he's going to be a key cog. And uh, <clears throat> in his absence, um, or maybe not even in his absence, but Storr got the start today, A.J. Storr, the freshman. Um, he started alongside Curbelo, Posh, Jones, and Soriano. Um, it was a little bit, his minutes were a little bit weird, I thought. Storr, he, he started the game 
didn't come back in in the second quarter, didn't start the game in the third quarter, finally got back in the game. And while he was in the game in that third quarter stretch, he, he played pretty well. He had a really nice drive and finish on the baseline. He had a two dribble finish from the opposite free throw line, uh, right down the middle of the court, um, like a bolt of lightning finish with his left hand. Uh, great finish. I will say uh, he is one of those unique players who drives almost exclusively to his offhand. And I, I mean, it's it, he shoots right, so maybe I don't know if I can call his offhand because he's he's more comfortable driving to his left, but almost exclusively drives to his left. And I know you're probably saying, "Hey, Pat, it's ten minutes in a exhibition game, his first game in his college career." I'm telling you, I've put in the time scouting this kid. Uh, seen as much tape as I can, watching as much film, not just his individual highlight tapes, and uh, you could take it to the bank. You know, I'm not saying it's a it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing to be able to drive left because it catches guys off guard. But it is almost exclusively left. I was the same way playing right-handed player who always felt more comfortable driving left. But mark this down. At the end of the year, you look back and you see what I said. Game one, he is a uh, heavy, heavy left driver. And he looked comfortable doing it. That one drive on the baseline was a comfortable finish um, up the court from dead center on those two dribbles, like I said, was a real uh, showcase of his athleticism and a really solid finish. They had a nice steal to follow that, a pass up ahead to Posh, and Posh made a, I thought, which was a poor decision, trying to make a fancy pay, play, dropping it off for someone behind him, and uh, the Dominican Republic team ended up getting a steal. But um, for the most part, I thought Storr played, played well for the limited minutes he got, and I want to see more of him. Um, Curbelo, uh Positives I'll start with, played really good on-ball defense, had a couple really nice passes, uh, thread the needle on one pass um, on a fast break to Mathis, had a nice alley-oop dish to Soriano early, um, but other than that, he kind of struggled. You know, a uh, few turnovers late in game, tried to force a shot late in the third quarter. Um, he did hit a free throw that helped seal the game late, uh, a pretty nice drive in one of the final possessions. The clock was hard to follow. I, I never made any sense to the, the the whistles or the horns I was hearing. On that one drive in the last minute, uh, we had possession in the lead, and he ended up driving to the basket, and uh, he didn't get fouled, but his miss was corralled by, I think, Soriano, who went to the free throw line. I thought Corbello uh, did get fouled, didn't get the whistle. I couldn't tell how much time was left and what the discrepancy was between the shot clock and the game clock to really say for certain whether it was a good decision to drive there. I thought it was a pretty good look, um, but I think he's got to get more comfortable. He's got to take a little more ownership as the season goes on, feel his way with the team and the guys, but um, the talent's there. Um, we've seen it as his freshman year at Illinois. We saw it in flashes last year. You saw it in high school. Uh, the talent's there. Hopefully this is the right system for him to flourish in. Um, Jones, did some good things. Uh, you can tell he loves attacking the basket. And uh, when he is attacking the basket on rip-throughs, it looks like he's comfortable doing so. I think when he starts to play with it out front, um, looks to be the primary ball handler and pick and rolls, he's a little bit sloppy. A little bit sloppy dribbling the ball in the front court, uh, you know, in the open court. But when he catches rip through strong, one or two dribbles attacking the basket, he looks comfortable. He had a really nice drive on the left baseline, finished with the right hand. He had a nice drive uh, from the left corner to the middle of the paint, drop off to Soriano for a dunk. That might have been our first pass of the game. Uh, he does have some decent passing instincts when he's attacking, so that's good. He's not really the same type of uh, scorer that Champagny is in, the, in, the, in terms of the style of, uh, in terms of the way they get their baskets, but I think he's capable of filling that sco scoring void. Um, 
I think he only had 12 points today, uh, three for 10 from the field, but um, he will be a guy who, as he gets more comfortable, will probably be our primary scorer, I think. Um, Soriano, uh, I shouldn't have got to him last as, in terms of the starters. He probably had the biggest impact of anybody uh, overall. Second half, especially, I thought he brought everything together. First half, he was a, a big-time scoring presence, but defensively, he was getting exploited. Um, they were taking him out and picking rolls, attacking him, hitting jump shots. And when he's doing that, not only is he you know, getting exploited by people going by him, but he's also not in position to, to rebound. Uh, second half, as a coaching adjustment, um, we, we stopped switching as much, stopped being as aggressive with our bigs on the perimeter defensively, um, and that worked. We also saw some two big lineups, which I thought uh, played uh, serious benefits. Um, in terms of coming back late in the fourth quarter. But Soriano was huge, uh, scoring around the basket. He finished with 23 points, uh, 15 rebounds. He was a plus three overall in his plus minus um, and showed you know, some, some, new, some new tricks, I thought. He had that one drive and finish with a one-handed dunk. I'm not sure that's a play he made last year. Uh, he was patient, waiting for the defense to kind of rotate, and then he attacked quickly and finished strong. Um, he's, a, he's a big body, he's capable of setting screens, and if he's able to stay out of foul trouble, stay healthy, and you know, I think importantly if we can design our defense to limit the amount of times where he's exploited on the perimeter, he should be able to play 25 minutes a game, you know, close there too, 24, 25, 24, 25 minutes a game, and be a big time offensive presence. Um, bigs off the bench, both NY and Stanley. My man Omar had big-time games. Um, they were efficient in their minutes. Pretty sure they only missed one shot between them. Uh, NY was 3-for-3, three three and Omar was 4-for-5, so they were 7-for-8 combined between the two of them. Um, really efficient, really aggressive. Both uh, kind of know their role and don't do too much out of what they're asked to do. And if we can get that type of production, obviously you're not going to have that high of shooting percentage throughout the season. But take good shots, be aggressive, set screens, be energy, spark plugs. You know, in games where Soriano might not be feeling it or if he's in foul trouble, have those guys come in. When we want to have two bigs on the court, change the way we play, or maybe adapt to how the other teams are playing, we have that option. I like them both a lot. I think Stanley looked like he put on some good weight. He looked a little more sturdy out there. He was aggressive. Um, I think we were down seven points when he came in in the fourth quarter. And when he left, we were up one or two. Uh, so a big time impact. Obviously, he had that in one finish the play before that. Soriano had a nice high low pass to him where uh, Stanley wasn't able to convert the in one, but he stick stuck with it. Finished on the rebound. Um, Stanley had a couple steals. Was was you know in on a bunch of plays. NY had a couple offensive rebounds and some putbacks. Some uh, small but big plays by both those guys throughout the game. Uh, Mathis had a couple you know. Scores on the break, scores on the baseline. It's kind of what you expect from him. He also had a couple plays where I thought he tried to do too much. Uh, drove into some traffic, missed a couple kickout opportunities. One time, Posh was upset. He missed him in the open, in the corner for an open look. But he plays good defense. He hustles his ass off. Um, he's not the shooting threat that we want next to Posh and Curbelo. But Mike Anderson loves the way he plays. Um, I hope you know as the season progresses, as Store gets more comfortable. He can be that shooting threat on the wing. Uh, obviously, Wusu showed last year. He can be a good scoring option, good shooting option on the wing. You know he's going to get minutes. So it'll be really interesting to see how that battle between 
Store, Mathis, Wusu, and Pinzone plays out at that 2-3 wing position. And, and King looks like he's going to be in the fold for some minutes as well. Um, Pinzone didn't do too much out there. I thought he had a couple nice plays that didn't, you know, the ending wasn't exactly, uh, you know, the best result. He had one dribble pull-up where the shot just went in and out. Thought it was a good move. He was aggressive attacking the offensive glass. Um, he's, he was also on the court in the third quarter when we, when we originally took the lead back from the Dominican Republic on a good little run. He was making some decent plays on, on some good defensive sets too. He was on the court when we had that, we forced that, um, you know, shot clock violation, uh, he also was on the court for a couple of turnovers forced, but, uh, he didn't look too, uh, comfortable finding the, finding the basket, you know, getting some points out there. And those four guys who I mentioned, you know, it's gonna have to be some scoring from that three spot and from that two spot um so if Pinzone wants to be a, a fixture in the in the rotation he's gonna have to find a way to score some points and that goes the same for Mathis in my opinion but you know we'll see we'll see um who else I don't know uh Treor didn't get in um Wusu didn't play uh Kobe King like I said he, he had some some bright moments he had a really nice finish off a of Stanley pass he made a couple defensive plays. Um, he did have a couple unforced turnovers. I thought Posh missed him on a, a lead ahead pass that would have sealed the game off. Instead, Posh kept it. We tried to run a quick play, and I think uh, when he finally did get to King, King forced it and, and had an um, inopportune turnover right there. But um, for the most part, I think you like what you saw from him. He played a bunch of minutes, over 17 minutes um, for his first outing. So. He got to get his feet wet. Um, he was one for five from the field, only two points, but um, he looked confident out there. But this is just a learning experience for everybody, for the coaches, for the players, and this is just a head start. Uh, gets us more ready than you know not having these 10 practices in three games would. So obviously you're happy to get the win, but I think there's benefits that can come from struggling. You know, I, I'd like to go 3-0, but I don't think it would be beneficial to go 3-0 and and have three 30-point wins. And obviously today we were almost, you know, we saw how easily we could have slipped up and had a loss against a quality team. But um, learn from these, get better, give us something to look forward to, stay healthy, and hopefully each step along the way we can see another wrinkle or see another glimmer of hope as to why this could be the year where St. John's finally turns the page and gets back from the NCAA tournament, back amongst the, the Big East hierarchy. And uh, hopefully you can get the freaking a semi-final game in the Big East Conference Tournament. But anyway, guys, this has been Pat Kane, the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast from Marcusette, and I want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you Sunday. Peace.